Good everyone, it's great to be back on the Mayo Media Network. My name's Griffin Swanson and I'm here to break down the Saturday, March 20th NHL DFS slate with you. Now we got nine games on this slate projecting to be a pretty fun slate here we look here in the top left hand corner you can see five of those nine games coming in with an implied total of at least six goals the remaining four games they're all at five and a half got some decent favorites here in vegas as well the stars hurricanes canadians all sitting pretty nice on the money line but we definitely should have some tight games on this slate here too now before we dive into my favorite line stacks and individual plays don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. And hey, for you podcast people, you can check out all the content from the Mayo Media Network on the Apple Pods as well. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And of course, I got a couple of prize picks for you guys. For those of you who aren't familiar with prize picks, definitely have to check it out. While you're there, if you're new and going to be signing up, use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. Now, the two prize picks that I got, swing on over to the Mayo Media Network Twitter handle. You can check out who I got as my Saturday picks. But all right, let's dive into this spreadsheet here. So kicking it off with my favorite line stacks here. The first line that I got my eye on is that first line out of Carolina. We got Ajo centering Niederreiter and Natchez. Now I've mentioned several times in the past that Carolina does a really good job of spreading out the talent throughout their top three lines. However, this first line here has played really well as of late. They've combined for 14 goals, 15 assists, 29 points over their past 10 games. You're going to see Ajo and Natchez play on that first power play, whereas Nino plays on the second power play. Really, that's the only downfall with going to this line stack here. They have a great matchup as well against the Columbus Blue Jackets, who have allowed the 10th most goals per game across the league so far this season. So again, Carolina does a good job of spreading out the talent a little bit, but this first line has played really well. And outside of Nino playing on that second power play, I really like stacking up this first line out of Carolina. The next line stack that I like, there's going to be that first line out of San Jose. Logan Couture centering Evander Kane and Kevin LeBanc. Now, honestly... I can't believe they're this cheap. For whatever reason, they got a price decrease from Friday night to Saturday night, and it was a substantial price decrease. So they did play Friday night, but they're playing the same team, the St. Louis Blues, on back-to-back -back nights. And I really like they're going to be playing backup goaltender for the St. Louis Blues, Ville Husso, who's allowed 3.57 goals per game. My God, that's a lot of goals. So I like this first line here. Now, all three of them obviously play five on five together. They play big minutes and all three play on that first power play as well. You can see there they combined for 16 goals, nine assists, 25 points over their past 10 games. So not quite as good as that first line out of Carolina, but still pretty damn good. And again, Really, this line is just too cheap. Playing this backup goaltender that, let me reiterate, is allowing 3.57 goals per game seems like a recipe for success in a game that could turn into a shootout as well. All right, now hopping on down here to my favorite individual plays. We're going to kick it off with the forwards there. First guy I got for you is Connor McDavid, my favorite overall play on this slate. I also like Austin Matthews as a high-priced guy as well, but McDavid is my favorite play, and honestly, probably most people's favorite play on this slate here. The dude has been lights out all year. He's got 58 points in 33 games, 18 points in just his last 10. You can see there's six goals, 12 assists, averaging 20.8 DraftKings points 
during that stretch. Now he's going to play big minutes, going to play on that top power play, shooting the puck at a four shots per game average as well. You like to see that. You could stack him up with that first line of him, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Jesse Poyarvi, or maybe you pivot away from that a little bit, stack him up with someone like Tyson Berry, who's also played really well this year. I'll touch on that in the defenseman plays. But overall, McDavid, my favorite play on this slate. He's been lights out, like I said, all year. And I suspect we'll see the same thing for the remainder of the 2021 season. The next guy I got for you here then is Artemi Panarin at $7,500. Playing on that second line and the first power play for the New York Rangers. Played well since returning from what I'm calling rushing complications. Definitely wasn't an injury, uh, but I won't speculate too much. He has played well since returning. He's got seven points in four games since returning. If we want to look back at his 10-game log, 16 points in his last 10 games, averaging about 15 DraftKings points per game. So this price is perfect for him. I got him earlier this week in the low 6K range. That was far too cheap for him, but I still don't mind him at this price tag here. $7,500 has scored a goal in three straight games and just playing some solid hockey. So going to play big minutes. Like I said, plays on that top power play. And even though he plays on the second line, that really doesn't concern me. I'll fire him up at this price here. And then I like William Nylander here at $6,000, playing some pretty solid hockey here as of late, has five goals, three assists, eight points in his last 10 games, shooting the puck here a little more frequently as of late too, averaging 3.7 shots on net per game during that 10 game stretch and averaging about 13 DraftKings points per game during that stretch as well. Now he does play on the second line and second power play. I'd like him a little bit more if he played on that first power play, but still playing with guys like John Tavares on that second line. So really not all that concerned. He's got double digit DraftKings points here in eight of his last 10 games. If he does that, he's essentially meeting his value. I'm always shooting for two, two and a half times the player's DraftKings price. If he gets double digit DraftKings points, he's essentially doing that. So I like William Nylander here at $6,000 in this matchup against the Flames. And then wrapping up the four plays there with Rope Hints for the Dallas Stars. Now he's been a bit banged up this year, playing on that second line and second power play. However, he does have eight goals, eight assists, 16 points in 18 games, just playing some pretty solid hockey this year, averaging about 10 DraftKings points per game. And I just mentioned it with William Nylander. It's about two times his value right away based off his DraftKings price tag. Now he's on a bit of a heater here as of late too, has four goals in his last five games. So playing really solid hockey for a guy that's on the second line and second power play. And he has a great matchup here on Saturday against the Detroit Red Wings. So I don't mind him at all at this price tag here of $4,800. Moving on over to the defenseman here, kind of name dropped him earlier. Tyson Berry, really like him at this price of $6,300. I think he should by now be high 6K range, maybe even low 7K range for how he's playing this year. He's got 30 points in 33 games. He's got 12 points in his last 10, averaging about 13 and a half DraftKings points during that stretch. Now he did get banged up three games ago, actually left that game in the first period, played about seven minutes, did not return. But then he's come back the last two games, and he has six assists combined in those two games. So yeah, he seems to be okay. Now, I mentioned earlier, you could stack him up with a guy like Connor McDavid. Maybe you do a little stack there between those two and Leon Dreisaitl. Now, that's expensive, but all three of those guys are going to play on that top power play. Barry here, overall, like him at $6,300. Whoever you stack him up with, or if you play him as an individual play, he's got double-digit DraftKings points in six of his last 10 games. And again, just playing solid hockey overall this year, and he 
anytime you're playing with McDavid and Dry Subtle, the opportunity is going to be there to get on the score sheet. So sign me up for Barry at 6,300. The next defender I got for you here then is Jeff Petrie. And honestly, I'm kind of sick of talking about this guy. I feel like every time the Montreal Canadiens play, I'm talking about him in my spreadsheet. But rightfully so, he's playing awesome hockey this year. He's got 27 points in 30 games. He's got five goals, four assists, nine points in his last 10. He's got 11 goals already this year in 30 games. I mean, who does that as a defenseman? I mean, if you're scoring double-digit goals in an 82-game season as a defenseman, that's going to stick out to me, let alone 11 goals in 30 games. He plays big minutes, plays on that top power play, just had two assists on Friday night, has no problem getting on the score sheet. He, he has everything you're looking for in a top defender, and he's only $5,700 here. So even though I talk about him a lot and play him a lot in my DraftKings lineups, I'm going to go back to him once again here on Saturday. And then the last defenseman I want to highlight here is Ivan Provorov. I mean, just say that name. How badass is Ivan Provorov? Sounds like a guy that just kills people for a living. I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but sounds like an old medieval name. Ivan Provorov. I'm here to defeat you. In any case, he's playing good hockey right now. $4,300, like him at this price tag. No, he's not going to get on the score sheet quite as much as Jeff Petrie or Tyson Berry. He's got five points in his last 10 games, 14 points in 28 games this year. So essentially averaging about a half point per game. But he can rack up DraftKings points in a number of different ways. He'll shoot the puck, he'll block shots. He's got double-digit DraftKings points here in six of his last 10 games. Pretty damn good for a guy that's only priced at $4,300. He's going to play 23, 24, 25 plus minutes, plays on that top power play, and plays on the penalty kill as well. Very well-rounded defenseman here, so I like him at this price of 4300 And then the goaltender I got for you there is James Reimer. There's actually quite a few goaltenders to like on this slate, but James Reimer stuck out to me. Now, one thing to keep an eye on is who the Hurricanes are going to be starting here. It could be Nedeljkovic. It shouldn't be. They've been playing back and forth each and every game. Nedeljkovic played last game, so I'm pretty positive it's going to be Reimer here. I don't know why it wouldn't be. He's playing really good hockey here in March, but just keep an eye on that, and that's with any roster, right? Hockey especially, on a COVID season, make sure you're checking final lineups about 30 minutes to an hour before puck drop. See what the lines are. See what the stacks are. Go to leftwinglock.com. See what the game plan is there. I suspect James Reimer will play, but just keep an eye on that. Now, Reimer, again, has played solid hockey here in March. Played pretty solid hockey all year, but playing much better here in the last month. He's got a 12-4 record on the season, averaging about 14 DraftKings points per game. And you can see there the save percentage here in March, 0.934 save percentage. That's really, really good for any goaltender. Now, the Hurricanes here, pretty heavy favorites at minus 186 there, playing at home against this Columbus Blue Jackets team who just hasn't been very good this year. So I like Reimer here. Again, keep an eye on if it's Nedeljkovic. I suspect it won't be. I'm 99% positive. 99. There is that 1% chance that it could be Nedeljkovic, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Reimer on Saturday for you. And as always, wrapping it up here with my low-priced option or sub 4K foreplay. You're not going to get Jane Schwartz this cheap going forward. $2,500 is a bare minimum for any player on DraftKings when it comes to NHL. You just won't get him this cheap anymore. He's playing on the first line, playing on that second power play, plays with Braden Shen, Tarasenko, two talented forwards. Yes, he's coming off an injury. That's why you're getting him this cheap. But 
he shouldn't be this cheap. He's got nine points in 14 games this year. Not a point per game, but damn near. And again, he's just playing big minutes, plays on that first line. He's getting some power play time too as well. So that's why I'm playing it here. It is a good matchup against the San Jose Sharks though, who are allowing the second most goals per game across the league so far. But really, uh, just because he's priced at $2,500, that's what stuck out to me. No guy on the first line and second power play playing 18 plus minutes with Tarasenko and Shen should be priced at 2500 All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up the video here for Saturday. As always, thank you all for taking the time out of your day to watch these videos. I do appreciate that. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button to the Mayo Media Network. These guys are posting content all week long. You don't want to miss out on any of that. And again, if you're more of a podcast person, head over to the Apple Pods. Check it out there too. Again, for those of you who want to play prize picks, use code MMN for up to a $100 match deposit. Let's have a great weekend, everyone. Let's win some money on Saturday. I'm out of here.